welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. Scotty, I am here. What's up with you? Um, This week, not much, but since uh, our last episode, probably a lot. Uh, I don't even remember when that was. Um, I don't know. It was, it, the one by you? No, or the our, one I've seen you. our last episode. Yeah, it has been... It has been a lot. Sorry, I'm, I'm. It's currently Wednesday, July twenty eighth at eight thirty six p.m. Everybody, so if you can remember, as this goes up on Friday, if you can remember what's going on at this time, we're in the middle of the Joey Gallo trade. Brian Hoke just retweeted Joel Sherman, who said the Yankees Rangers deal is not done, still working through it. If slash when finalized, Texas will get Ezekiel Duran, Trevor Hover, Glenn Otto and Everson Peria as part of the package. I'm going to be honest. Let's just dive right into this. Only person I know is Otto. Only person I've heard of. Glenn Otto is having a terrific year in the minors. There's a lot going on, right? All right, so the Yankees are right now in the process of acquiring Joey Joey Gallo. I'm like, there are so many words names going on in my brain right now. Um, and... Those are the names that are being thrown around to be given to the Rangers. Like Scotty said, the only name that I recognize is Glenn Otto. I only recognize Glenn Otto from my work. Can you hit a quick search of the other ones? Trevor Hauber kind of sounds... You don't have the spelling. Hold on. Maybe I should hit him with a quick... No, because looking up Trevor brings up a lot of different Trevors that I'm not looking for. Trevor Hauber, Yankees. Um, let's see. However, um, is rated as, oh my God, sorry. There's like a lot of noises coming out of me. <laughs> this is really all over the place. This is not a way that we've ever started this. Trevor Hauber is a second base outfielder. Um, he's right now in single leg Tampa. He's listed as the Yankees 23, 23rd ranked prospect. Um, let's see. What is the other people? Ezekiel Duran. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see, let's see. Ezekiel Duran. Um, that is not what I expected him to look like. But again, probably a big thing that we do need to say. Um, I don't know where Otto is now. But Otto is with um, AAA Scranton. Exactly. It's like, hey, we've heard of him. He's doing really well. Not somebody who's really reached the major league level. He's been double-A, triple-A so far. Yeah, Ezekiel Duran is the Yankees' 15th-ranked prospect. He's in Hudson Valley, which is high A. He's a second baseman. Um, What's the other one? Everson Everson Perea. Let's see. Last guy, and then I can talk about Otto really, really quick. Um, Everson is the Yankees' 17th-ranked prospect, also in Tampa, and he is an outfielder. Glenn Otto is in the top 30. I think he's 27, I want to say. Um, right-handed pitcher. He has he had the most strikeouts in double-A. He started in double-A Somerset, had two games with 14-plus strikeouts. Um, really good stuff. Um, I don't know how well he's doing. I haven't followed him as closely. Um, now that he's gone to AAA, but he's a big-time arm that will probably eventually see big league practice either out of the bullpen. I think he could start in the bullpen either next year or the year after. This is wild. It's kind of crazy. This is not the trade that I expected us to start off talking about. DJ LeMahieu hits a sacrifice fly in the top of the <laughs> I <fifth>. just saw that. <laughs> Heck yeah, the Yankees are tied. Sorry, there's a lot going on right now. There's not a lot of organization right now. Scotty, let's break this down. What are your thoughts now that the Joey Gallo trade is unofficially official? Uh, I I think it's 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 good, I, especially with the point that our outfield's at right now. Mm-hmm. We're at very much a mess of an outfield. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're trying to collect things. I mean, we have Florial and Allen out there right now who – are kind of not looking too bad for us right now. Um, I don't know if Flo's, Flo got sent down after the Boston series and then just got called back up. Exactly. So like they're not doing enough. They I like to say they're they're in a a good spot for being replaceable. True. Yeah. They're they're doing well for AAA guys. Exactly. Ryan Lamar actually is doing 
significantly more than I ever expected him to do. Well, Bobby he has Lamar a lot of experience. Huh? <laughs> he has a lot of experience. That is very true. He has a lot of jerseys in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's actually, uh, I think it's a surprisingly good trade. And I, I saw something about it that kind of uh, like followed up on it. Is if this is a trade we're doing instead of a story one, the one good point to look at it is uh, Gallo's under um, contract for another year as Trevor's story would be basically a rented, as people will call it, a rented um, player, and he's a free agent in 2021. So end of this season, story would be um, a free agent yeah. as getting Gallo now, we have him for a full year. And I think, especially with what we gave up, and again, all these people aren't too highly on our list of uses so I think giving up four of these kind of lower level players and being able to get somebody that we'll have for now a year and a half, I think that'll actually kind of really help the team. And also, again, same way that people have been thinking with the story trade of how we're going to move our entire team around, this Gallo trade really doesn't bring up that question. Yeah, I was never too huge on the Trevor story. Um. I I have always been kind of divided on Joey Gallo, if I'm being honest. But at this point, I'm willing to do literally anything to try and figure out how to get that last piece to click and, like, something to click on this team. Offensively, Joey Gallo fits into our offense in good ways and bad ways. In good ways, he's a left-handed bat, which I love. I think that that is the one thing that the Yankees have been lacking all year and I don't understand as an organization that plays in a field that so heavily favors left-handed bats why we have never carried more than, like, four. Yeah, I fully even agree. If even, even if they're not strictly left-handed batters, switch hitters, we're a little light on those guys. Come on, read the room. Um, the spot, I also really like Joey Gallo because of his defensive capabilities. With him, he can either play center or right. When he's in center, judge can be in right or vice versa. Gallo also has an absolute cannon, which I'm very excited about. Also, he's going to have to shave his beard. That, oh, God. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. And that just, oh, no. That just popped into my head. No, that made him look like a man. Um, he's going to look like a high schooler. The part of Except Joey like Gallo. Except like 6'6". The part of Joey Gallo I don't love is the strikeout numbers. Um. He has the same home run or strikeout approach that the Yankees offense is kind of always kind of buzzed around. And the thing is, that's great when the Yankees are hitting home runs. The Yankees are not doing that this year. We're very aware of that. And I think he has like a 38% on base something. I don't know. I saw that in a tweet. That could also definitely be wrong and could be a lie. Um, I've... I've consumed a lot of baseball media lately i don't know what is true and what is a lie um but i i'm excited because i feel like we needed we needed a change we needed a big move we needed something to try and light the fire under our ass because we need to it, it is go time you know like there is no more room for mistakes or any of that and hopefully this can kind of like inspire that like let's get this shit done and he can be like him and Rubenet Odor oh my god teammates in the past and now they're teammates again how cute um hopefully there can just be some inspiration um I don't know if you were the same nervous that I was but one two days ago or Sunday Oswald Peraza, that you weren't worried about this part. Oswald Peraza was a late scratch. Oswald Peraza is our number four prospect. He was a late scratch in the Patriots game. I got nervous that he was going to be gone because I feel like there is an important need for us to keep our farm system intact, especially if this year is not working out the way that we always planned. The one that made me more nervous was the late scratch of Aaron Judge today, Wednesday, July 28th. Yeah. That, no, like, that oh one God, is... Are we about to rent out Aaron fucking Judge? But it's all good. He had a helmet on to pinch hit. We're good, guys. We're good. We're okay. But 
I'm I'm content with this because, like Scotty was saying, the only one here that will see the big leagues soon is going to be Glenn Otto. He's he's in AAA right now. Everyone else is in some version of single A ball, so they're they're young. They have some development to do. It's not going to hurt us right now. They could end up on three different teams before they possibly breach the major leagues. So. I'm content with that as long as, you know, that was the move that we, like, were looking at and expecting to make. So I think I'll take it. I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. (laughs) And, and I mean, to to go off of what you said earlier about, you know, his stats, um, he does have more home runs than the entire left-handed roster of the Yankees. Yep. He has 25, and I think the entire left-handed you know, the roster that we've put out has a total of 22. So that both kind of shows the lefty power that we lack and also the lefty batters that we have lacked. And so I think going and being able to actually, you know, be smart, bring in an outfielder that we need and bring in a lefty bat, that will be extremely helpful. I think that I'll kind of, I think there's also ways and you could probably find somewhere to do this. Oh, I'm um, sorry. It's not Peria, but apparently it's Josh Smiths, who is a shortstop. Okay. But Jeff Passan and Justin are my two sources. St- we're in the same. <laughs> we're in the same. The same point though of like we're not really giving up too much. Um, but like I, I, there's a way of doing it, and like I, I guess you can compare it. There's probably a way to find how many hits Joey Gallo's had and compare them to how many would actually go out in Yankee Stadium. I think that um, would be an interesting. Yes, comparison. I think. Um, hold on. Now I'm like looking at 700 different things. Someone has definitely done that. If it's not Statcast, John Boy has definitely done it. But I I agree that. Hold on, I'm like trying to do eight things at once. My brain is really not firing on all cylinders today. <laughs> today was not the day for this to happen. I'm glad you're just going to have to edit through us, like, typing. <laughs> um, Sorry, my brain is, like, not doing it. Are you looking up to see if that exists? Uh, yeah, I'm seeing if I can even just, like, see a, um, like, a, a not even a graph, but, like, a um, graphic. Oh, did you see that? That stat that you have about the did you say the at bats for the left-handed hitters as well? I didn't have uh, no, I didn't. I don't remember the exact. All stat. Yankees left-handed bats this year: seven hundred twenty-two at bats, twenty-two home runs. Joey Gallo in about half as many at bats, let less than half, three hundred ten at bats, twenty-five home runs. Oh, oh yeah, here, here, here. Um, I can, I can send you many. Randhawa at Manny on MLB. Brian Hoke just retweeted it. Every field out Joey Gallo has made since StatCast began tracking in 2015, overlaid at Yankee Stadium. He crushes. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if he's a a lefty pull, he's a lefty pull, I can imagine that we'd probably get so many I'm going to send this to you because I do think that you'll find it. I think that we should put this spray. um, We'll put this spray chart up on our instagram if it hasn't been there already i don't know i don't know my mind is moving like 700 miles a minute i'm talking i'm explaining this to like 700 different people scotty you don't even have your computer on fucking silent jesus christ i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest nick has been texting me about it but i didn't get a single notification until (laughs) um so we're just kind of like right in the middle of a lot of things right now we're also in the middle of the rays game it's currently 1-1. We're in the middle of the Joey Gallo trade. Okay, so we just made the Joey Gallo trade. On top of that, we've made two other trades this week. Um, the one that is frustrating to both me and Scotty is... You want to go over that one? So this was Tuesday night. Yep. Very late Tuesday night. Yeah, dumb Like 12.45, even like 1 o'clock area. The Yankees trade Justin Wilson and Luis Sessa over to the Reds for a player to be named at a later date. 
the fucking annoying part. I am. I I liked Sessa. Sessa was doing very good this year. Justin Dallas Wilson. For, hold on, sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. We would have Dallas at the end of this year and next year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. Go on about Luis Sessa. So Sessa's been doing very well. Uh, I think he has he has amazing numbers. I mean, you can compare him to a lot of people on the team. I think even Chapman, if you compare him to you know somebody that a lot of people like to to look at as you know our amazing um, bullpen pitcher. Sessa had a lot of better stats. Like he had less home runs in, I think, about six more innings pitched. The only thing that he had really an issue with was he didn't have a high strikeout rate. But he had mm-hmm. one of the best ERAs uh, on the team. He actually like led. He was in the top ten of our team in a few stats, and we're gonna go pull it up now. He was in the top ten of all of our pitchers, so starting pitchers and pitchers who only played one game and then disappeared. So he was top in wins, holds, like less the, the least in ERAs, one of the least in home runs allowed, war and ERA. So he like he was a huge part of our team. He was doing re- very well in the bullpen. And the thing is people talk a lot of sauce about Luis Sessa. But he was doing so well, especially as a middle reliever, and I mean, we talked about this as well, and we'll talk about it a little later. Loisica is, is somebody is hard to compare to, especially this year, because he's been doing so well for us. But, like, Sessa has been easily probably the number two in our bullpen of consistency in how they've been playing this year. And we go and we give him away for a player to be named later. Yeah. So, for those, if you don't fully know of the player to be named later, it's not that they're really fully hiding this person's identity. It's that they get to choose who this person is by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So the Reds don't even like get to know. Like the Reds haven't given anybody up. So we haven't gained. Uh, we haven't like given away two, gotten one. We've given away two, and that's we've just lost gotten, two people. Well, <laughs> well, we've given away two, and then gotten salary room. Yeah. And we also freed up before we pulled up, brought back Abreu and Florial. We freed up two roster spots. Yeah. But now, like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. We're not we're not getting anybody for you no. know somebody like Sessa. Like we don't know who we're getting exactly. right now. Exactly. Exactly. The thing is, Luis Sessa gets a lot of sauce because before this year he was not a super dependable arm in the bullpen, and that makes even as he's having a good year, that makes this year a little harder to trust because you're like, well, when's it gonna break? You know, when when are we gonna see that Luis Sessa we've seen? Um, come back because and and I understand that, but he has been having a really good year this year. Um, but talking about inconsistency in the Yankees is like you know yeah, the same that, exact thing. Everybody's that, gone through that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> the The sky is also blue. We know these are just facts. Um, I'm completely content with us getting rid of Justin Wilson. He's absolute yep. garbage buckles. The second that we picked up a fucking relief pitcher from the Mets, that should have been the oh, this guy's gonna suck. <laughs> Um, cost a lot of money, not good, hurt, get him out of here. Um, I do like, I think it's very interesting and very curious how when we first acquired Luis Sessa, it was, we traded Justin Wilson away and like any time that the two of them have moved on the team, it has been like in tandem with each other. Um, so it is very interesting to also see them move away from the Yankees, um, together, which is interesting. Justin Wilson can suck dick, but <laughs> um, uh, Luis Sessa will be tough to see go. And I know that some I know some Yankee fans also are excited to see him go because of that routine fear of our bullpen slipping away again. And I understand that. I get that. But again, you have the same fear about our offense and our starting pitcher and just the fear, whole team. I have that fear about every time the Yankees take the field. Every single time. So why not? Why not just have another guy do it? <laughs> the other trade that happened this week. I just realized that there was a three trades. <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that this one happened this week. The other trade that happened this week happened on Monday. And this is so frustrating that we're doing this today. Because it is Wednesday, July 28th. There are still three days until the deadline. So, so much can change. Hey, hey. You know where you can get updates about this? Our Instagram. Podcast. Heck Yeah. <laughs> 
Shameless plug. <laughs> um, the other trade that happened this week was we gave away two infielders, Diego Castillo and Hoy Park, for Chris Holmes, a right-handed pitcher with the where else do we fucking get pitch, pitchers from at this point? Hey, the Pirates. Hey, statistically, he will do well because he's off the pi- he's off the Pirates. That is true. You know who's been on the Pirates? Garrett Cole, Jamison Tyone, Charlie Morton, Tyler Glass. Now. I know, I know, I know. I'm not, listen, I'm not shitting on them. I'm Statistically, just saying, they will do well. I'm just saying, at this point, the Yankees are just sniping people from the Pirates. Like, ah, oh, you guys suck. Let me take one more. Because no, I think the Pirates, lost, I think the Pirates are just cleaning house. Yeah, because they also lost fucking Adam Frazier. We'll get to that. Um, So we pick up Chris Holmes. He has a five-ish ERA in 44 innings. Of course, ERA and relief pitchers is kind of a funky stat because they have one bad inning. And it goes through the roof, but you know, five is never a fun number to see in the ERA column for anybody. Do you agree? Yeah, it does get a little, um, you know, a, a little fearful. But again, as you said, it's it's a um, it's a reliever, so it's it's something that you kind of have to have to be okay with. Update in the Yankee game, Lucas Lutke relieves King Nestor Cortez, five innings pitched, 79 pitches in the sixth. The game is tied 1-1. But I think a big thing to see about this, and I mean, that's a big thing you need to do with the relievers, is look at their in-game and how they've pitched. Yeah. So this is a guy who has gone like over an inning twice this year. Three times. The thing is, this is also a guy that's on the Pirates, and we have seen the Pirates not know how to get a routine out at first. Pitch. Exactly, but so. like he's he's pitched against he pitched against the Giants twice and through an inning and two thirds held them to zero earned zero hits. Mm-hmm. And that's pitched the best against team in baseball the, right now. Yeah, pitched against the Dodgers through one inning, only allowed one hit. Mm-hmm. So like he against good offenses, he is showing good. He went the pod uh, the Padres an inning and a third. And through two games, two hits allowed. Again, same thing with the Giants again earlier this year. Three innings, only two hits allowed. Like, he's very he's very consistent. Like, and especially against these high-level teams, uh, I think that ERA uh, comes from a lot. I mean, recently he went against the Diamondbacks and gave up four earned in two-thirds of an inning. Yeah, I mean, I saw on Twitter also um, a video of his. He ha- seems to have a lot of good breaking balls. I think he throws a splitter. Um, that fools a lot of guys. And honestly, as a, I mean, we've talked about it. We had literally Mariano Rivera who had two pitches. Chapman <laughs> has two pitches. Three. Three pitches. Now, last year you could have said that. <laughs> you know, like as a reliever, you only need two. And listen, maybe it'll work out. Maybe he just needs to get away from fucking Pittsburgh. A lot of people just need to get away from Pittsburgh. It be that way. Um, and I think. I think it'll be pretty easy for him to make up with for what we gave. Um, and I also think it was beneficial. For, I think Hoy Park honestly won this trade because Hoy was never going to play for the Yankees. There was just not a spot for him, even though he was a left-handed bat. Um, and now with Frazier being traded to the Padres, because why not continue to feed that monster? Um... They're down a second baseman, and I'm sure they're going to, like, screw around with some other options before they figure out if they want to use Park. But Park is being assigned to their AAA. The guy saw one pitch as a Yankee, caught two balls in right field. It was exciting. I was there. I saw it. I cried a little bit. It's whatever. (laughs) And um, Diego Castillo, Scotty, you wrote a really good caption on him. He's having a career year this year, but this is not what he has shown in his first seven, eight years of being a Yankee. So you start to wonder if it's a fluke or if he really has figured out his stroke. Um, He was in like a two for 37 skid before he got traded. So, you know, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) He's a great guy though. Great guy. Um, But we'll see. Um, Still on the table trade-wise, is Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, Trevor Story. Uh, Starling Marte has been traded to the A's because Mm -hmm. Kim Ang is a genius. 
um, she got that. That again, that's I think out of anybody, like any kind of big name trades, that is a literal most even trade that you could get. Yeah, it was perfect. She's a genius. She's a wonderful lady. I love her so much. Um, there haven't been any other big name. Oh well, yeah, we were just talking about him. Adam Frazier went to the uh, the Padres because apparently Jake Cronenworth is not good enough at his job, hitting three fucking cycles this year. <laughs> I really, I'm genuinely curious of what they're going to do because they have I don't know. so many spots that are filled up because right now. Because they're like, Padres are also interested in Trevor Story. May move him to center field. What the fuck? What? Exactly. You can't have everybody. It's just not allowed. And they went, they went, we've been, we've been talk shit of for the past like 15 yeah. years. This is our comeback. We're going to do it all in one year. Um. <laughs> So, if anything happens between today and when Scotty finished setting, editing this, um, we'll try to add something in. But like Scotty said, you can see updates to Yankee trades and Yankee movement on our Instagram at Pinstripe Podcast. Oh, no, the just at Pinstripe Podcast would help if I knew my own handle. Um, let's talk about the Yankee games this week. Uh, I don't know if I want to. As in, let's talk about the one. Actually, we can talk about two. We can talk about the one bad one and the one good one. Let's talk about the bad one. It was a, it was a Red Sox series. It was a Red Sox series to start off with that. Our main part was this Red Sox series. I cannot tell you what happened in any other game but Sundays, Scotty. Um, well, I don't think you really need to. Um, oh, wait. No, I know. I know two of them. So, first game of the series, we go in. Very close game. Amazing game between the two teams. Um, kind of going back and forth a bit. We go into um, the ninth, and we actually have it tied. Mm-hmm. Um, bottom of the ninth, um, a double scored two, which really kind of hurt us a bit. Tenth, we get a, we, we get a run to go and put us ahead. And the tenth comes around. And so, um, oh, boy, what do we do? Mr. Brooks Krisky comes out. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, this day. So, Brooks Krisky went and pitched in the um, Phillies series just like a day or two prior. And he went and came out in the 10th and did a good job in the 10th and was able to shut the Phillies down. Mm-hmm. Um, key thing to realize uh, that's the Phillies yeah. who are, what, in third of the worst division yeah, currently in baseball? The, not one of the best offenses <laughs> in baseball. Not and that so, they even needed to have any fucking offense, though. And so, uh, yeah, he came in and uh, couldn't find the strike zone. He couldn't find the plate. He that couldn't find, he could, zone. yes. So he came in um, and with a runner on second because of the rules, um, Devers, Started on, um, on second. Uh, goes wild pitch, gets Devers to third. Wild pitch again, scores Devers. Tied game. <laughs> Bogarts walks. Wild pitch gets him to second. Wild pitch gets him to third, and then Sackfly scores him. Fun fact: um, Brooks Krisky is the first major league pitcher to ever throw four plus wild pitches in an inning. Also, fun fact: Brooks Krisky doesn't have a job. <laughs> yes, he was DFA'd promptly after that game. Or he wasn't DFA'd; he was sent back down to AAA. Did you see that? That Asher. I'm not even. Gonna yeah, I that. don't worry. I didn't want to say it last week. Wojcikowski. <laughs> um opted to become a free agent instead of being sent back down? Asher, you gave up a home run on the first on pitch the first you threw pitch. to the goddamn Phillies. But he did he did pitch a pretty good game after that. I think it was a bold move. <laughs> but was... I think he's also looking to go to the Pirates probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was not a fun game to experience. I don't know what happened in the game after that. Um, it was just kind of a, 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 a Boston game, um, six to two loss It was just kind of the Red Sox did a good job. And then Sunday, Sunday, we're feeling- Oh, Saturday, Saturday. We have Saturday before Sunday. Oh, I literally don't know what happened. Scotty, it I was a four stand. game series. I had a homestand last week. It was a four game series. All right. First game we blew second game. 
was just the the Red Sox being better than us. Um, and then the third game, we actually were able to fight and look like a good team. Nice. Uh, we end up winning four to three um, with a very good stand in the eighth with all of our runs coming in the eighth yes, and yes, 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 yes. the Red Sox coming all in the first three innings, all their runs. Yes, 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 so we saw, uh, I mean, good plays all around. Um, I think easily one of my favorite plays was, I think it was the eighth. Um, we go and we pinch hit Tyler Wade for Giancarlo Stanton. When, Quite the 180. <laughs> you know, when you were getting... If I was ever... And I mean me, not me pretending to be a Major League Baseball player. Me, a Division Three softball player. If my coach said Tyler Wade is going to come in and pinch hit for you, I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. I would feel like a fool. Stanton Sorry. was going one for four, two Ks that day. But I can't imagine if you're the pitcher and you don't expect that. And, like, you're, like, really in the zone. You just got uh, – I think Gardner would have just gotten on. And you just – yeah, Gardner, I think, was on first or second. And you just get the ball back from your fielders. And you're, like, so focused. You're kind of frustrated yourself. You just let up a hit. You keep your head down. You're, like, kicking dirt off the mound. And then you look up expecting to see this, like, 6'7", fucking 245 guy. And you see – Tyler Wade. <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. That is funny. But Tyler um, Wade then went and was able to um, – Do something productive. He was able to do something. Wow. Not much, but enough. And to help yeah. the team out a bit. And we did – then score all runs. Tyone had a great game, seven innings, he four is hits. Doing so well. He, His last three starts. Exactly. So through a hundred pitches, um, as I said, four hits, one earned, three walks, four Ks. What a guy. What doing a great. He what is doing great. And then Loizica came in. Um when he was good. Yes. One inning, two hits, again, no earns. Chapman came in at the end. Um, did his usual thing, had to walk a guy, uh, <laughs> and struck out two. I'm also kidding with the Loisaga comment. He's just a little frustrating about the game that we're about to talk about on Sunday. My least favorite Yankee pitcher, Domingo Herman, started the game, and I can't be too mad at him because he had a no-no going through eight. So you can't, like— Through seven. You're like, God, you're a terrible person, but I guess you're throwing a baseball pretty acceptably okay. I'll give it to you. So then I'm at work and I was and I get the notification right because Major League Baseball kind of the second it hits the seventh inning and they get through the seventh inning they're like no no watch yeah right so I get the I get the notification of no no watch in the seventh and I go oh who is it today because there's always it feels like there's always one and I go oh my god oh my god it's Domingo Herman and I I look down to one of the journalists who. He has been breaking a lot of the recent Jason Dominguez news. Eli Fishman, he's crushing it, killing it. I go, Eli, did you just see the the Yankee notification? He was like, I was about to ask you to turn the game on. So here I go. We had the Mets game on because the person who controls the TV is a Mets fan. I said, Trey, this is coming off right now. Um, turn the turn Yes Network on. And the Gallo Rangers Yankees is not a done deal at this point. Sorry, did not mean to cut my story off. Right <laughs> I'm just uh, currently getting the tweets. Um, turn the Yankee game on. First fucking pitch, Alex Verdugo puts into right field for a double. And I go, why the fuck did I turn this game on? So again, at this point, Herman um, was at his high. Like he was at 93 pitches. He's not reached that at all this year, like maybe once. Um, again, you went through seven whole innings, and that was the first batter in the eighth. Yes. Little dropper out there. Off, yes. No, it wasn't a dropper. I think it was no, off the it wall. Was, it was a shot. Yeah, it was a shot off right, the wall. Right, so then you're like, okay, it's fine. We're up four to nothing. We what pull could em. possibly go wrong? We're bringing in the Johnny Lasagna. And Oh, boy, did like, everything fucking go here, wrong? Well, well, let's go through the breakdown of this is the moment both of us started watching the game, and I made the comment of, Thank God Loisica is coming in. He's the best reliever currently like in the league. So I, I was a little nervous. I was you like, started watching. I am complimented a guy. So that's nervous. just double negative. I was nervous because I didn't know that he I, – one, I didn't know he threw the night before, so I thought that this was his first appearance post-COVID, and I was like, oh, God, like I'm a little nervous because like, uh, Cortez threw a bullpen before he was reinstated. I think Johnny Lasagna said, just put me the back, put me back there. 
It was a little stressy, obviously, as that did not work out in our best favor because they had five back-to-back hits and they ended up winning five to fucking four. Mm-hmm. And that was the worst day I have ever experienced well, in my entire life. Point blank, period. I just want to make <laughs> it clear that I'm pretty sure the Yankees really felt that they, they were down bad when it was five to four and they bring in Zach Britton. Um, oh my God! He did get them through the inning, though. He did more than Loisica did, but again, really nothing to be proud of. Zach Britton came Zach in Britton. last night too, which like is is a good game to talk about, right? Because we beat the Rays. We beat the and not only did we beat the Rays, we beat the Rays at the fucking Trop, which yes. is a challenge in itself. We did uh, a lot of things that were good. Um, if we want to talk about this uh, about the game that happened last night. Uh, I think the most important thing is um, Jordan Montgomery got a single run support. One single run. (laughs) So, uh, again, Montgomery's been killing it. Absolutely killing it. I I sent you something today. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, Time out. I look like mom right now going after my... Jordan Montgomery last night was his fourth start this season with five innings pitched and zero runs allowed. The only American League pitchers with more such starts are Carlos Rodon and Garrett Cole, who both have five. Those two are aces, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're Rodon's one, a tough spot. Rodon, what? He's like a two starter. He's not. I don't really know spot. how the White Sox work because I don't know. Giolito hasn't been in his top, but then you have Lance Lynn, who's also gonna be up. I don't know how how right, the White but, Sox work. But they're both they're both except like. Seem to be in a different league than Jordan Montgomery. Yes, and we've talked about that with Jordan Montgomery. Like he's not going to be Garrett Cole. Right now, he has a stat very, very similar to Garrett Cole. I mean, he's thirty-fourth. He's thirty-fourth in the league in ERA. Yeah. Which, for being a guy that really nobody's probably heard of. No, yeah, nobody's nobody except if you're nobody's really sitting there and thinking about, oh shit, tomorrow we gotta play against Jordan Montgomery. Exactly, that's really good. I mean, if you're if you're freaked out by a guy named Jordan, you gotta fix it, unless (laughs) it's Michael. (laughs) Um, so yes, great start by Jordan Montgomery. Odor is having a amazing few weeks. Little little stinky Odor. Sorry, that was a, that was an odor joke, and I didn't like it, and I would like you to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just because you asked me to, I might not. <laughs> um, Glaber Torres actually has an RBI. Look at him. Right? It, we're going good. I think it was four to one, and then they're like, let's get a little spicy. Let's toss Zach Britton in there. Wrong, first of all. Zach Britton, I could have told you this freaking – Two months ago, or whenever the hell he was in Somerset, his ball is not breaking the way that it did. He hung a curveball, I believe, or a slider or something. He hung something, and some double-A guy who will literally will never make the major leagues put one onto the highway, Scotty. And I'm like, oh, God. And he's like, yep, only making one more start here. Then I'm ready to go back to the big leagues. I go, did... Did we just experience the same game, buddy? And now he's... Ball is not doing the same thing it used to. He's not looking like Mr. Almost Cy Young reliever Zach Britton. Mr. All-Star Zach Britton. Mr. I'm worth so much Zach Britton. Yeah. I'm getting a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, big stats to look at him. Um, Seven earned through eight and a third. He's had four appearances out of ten that have zero earned runs all others have at least one earned run against him uh which is a real good look and i mean three of them three out of the four came from july 17th or earlier or sorry june 17th or earlier my my fault june 17th or earlier all other games he is allowed a run except that boston one that we just talked about yeah so, so i'm a little call me crazy for being concerned call me like I don't think hypochondriac is the right word, but I am a little concerned. I really want to talk about the um, IL, unless you have anything else to say about Mr. Britton. No. Or the games. No, we're all good. Okay, so one, we have all of our guys back from the COVID list. Aaron Judge is back, Kyle Higashioka, Nestor, Loisaga, 
was there anybody else? Geo's back. Geo's back. Yes. Which is really the only one that's fucking important. Him and Nestor. <laughs> um, uh, on top of that, Wandy Javier Peralta. Please leave that in, Scotty. I will 100% leave that it in. It needs to be left in. Um, threw a bullpen the other day at Double A Somerset. Was not received well. A lot of people said keep him in Double A. It be like that. Wandy, you're not very popular, buddy. Hate to break it to you. <laughs> but the reason I'm bringing up the dreaded IL is that Michael King just got transferred to the 60-day. What the fuck is up with Michael King? What the hell? <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm, hold on. Let me hit it. Okay. Because well, I forgot to Google it. We're the New York Yankees, so we are very secretive about what's happening with our players. Um... I mean, we also, I mean, well, you do that. Um, yeah, I just want to, yeah, you can look, and if you look at injuries, it says Michael King, status, 60-day IL. Oh! No explanation. New York Post, Yankees' Michael King suffers finger injury in freak accident. Jesus Christ. Here we go. JPP? Ready? <clears throat> the pitching thing, this is by, um, let me get the guy, Dan Martin. want to make sure I'm citing my fellow journalist. The pitching thing Yankees took another hit Thursday as Michael King was placed on the 10-day injured list with a right middle finger contusion. He was replaced on the roster by Tyler Wade, who was recalled from triple... Oh, this is when we got really excited because Tyler Wade was finally sent to triple-A for all of 20 minutes. <laughs> um, Aaron Boone said that the Yankees 4 to nothing loss... Uh, before the loss, that King suffered a freak accident while working out as his finger jammed between two weights. Oh, my God. X-rays were negative on Wednesday, but King tried to play catch prior to Thursday's game, and it was, quote, not good, according to Boone, and the Yankees made the roster move. Boone had mentioned King as a possibility to get the start on Friday against the Astros. Nestor Cortez Jr. will take the mound in Houston. Fucking crushed it. Um, King has struggled in a starting role, but pitched much better out of the bullpen. Yeah, we know that. Um, what the hell was so... he did he Did he, like, have... Like the weight on like, did he just drop it? Yeah. Onto what his, the did he fuck drop he like a seventy-five pound weight what on his he hand? Doing in the gym that suddenly that lands him on the sixty-day IL. It's, like, it sounds so. It sounds like a like a two-day thing. Like if it, you pinch, you pinch it, your it finger. It seems like a jammed finger. Yeah. Like, get the fuck over it. I you, feel. I, I feel like a lot of times these guys go on the IL for shit that would take like. Luke Voigt was on there for a bone bruise. Bitch, that is a bruise. Get over it. Grow grow up, bro. It's just... The 60-day IL. Um, in regards to injured list, Clark Schmidt is rumored to be getting ready to start his rehab starve, which yes. I know Clark Schmidt is like on and off the actual Yankees, so I don't know why I'm so invested in him. <laughs> but... I do care, and I think that he actually could be a, a, a vital part in the Yankees' future. Um, well, we also have a lot of other one other updates. So um, We got to go quick here. We're at 46 okay, minutes. Okay, I'm sorry. Kluber is throwing off of a mound. So yeah. big the, recovery The Corey Kluber situation has been the biggest mystery in the entire world. This is the first thing I heard about him, is that he like he actually might be appearing to, to throw. Um, Sevy is to throw a, uh, a simulated game. Yes. Um, He's with them in Tampa right now. He threw bull, uh, bullpens to Judge and Higgy so they could track off the COVID list. Uh, Voight is close to being activated off the 10-day IL. Mm -hmm. um, and then Clint Frazier has his whole uh, vision test. If Clint Frazier was packaged in the Joey Gallo deal, I don't think I would have been that upset. Because at this point, bro, you can either see or you can't. Like, what is happening? Yeah. He did propose to his girlfriend. Congratulations, he did. Frazier. <laughs> I'm just, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with him because at first they thought it was like a vision thing, like he needed glasses. Then they were saying he had vertigo. Now he's at some like specialist in Michigan. It is, there's no way it is that deep. <laughs> Maybe you just are not good at baseball and you can't see the ball. Ooh, I do want to say one thing, one final thing. I don't know if you have any more things about the Yankees. Um, I saw this cool tweet. It says, um, "If you saw a tweet, yeah, well, it's a it's an Instagram post of a tweet. There it is. Okay. All right, all right. Um, it is our uh, it's our it's our nice our nice 
ability to close. So we have um, Chapman has blown one in Miami, um, the Angels, the Mets, and then if Green uh, didn't oh, do things bad about the Houston yeah. in 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 Houston or in Boston, and Loisica didn't do this last thing in Boston, we'd be 57 and 41, two games out of first, all because of our closing ability, which yeah. I think that that kind of I. I I don't know really what that fully shows. I think that shows clearly that, I, I mean, the pitching ability, but a bit also, I guess you could say a little on the offense. I, I understand where you're coming from, that you can see it on the offense of like, well, why didn't we score more runs? But like, what, you want us to score more runs against Boston? Boston's the first place team. They're going to be a hard team to score runs off of. Houston is a, a good team. They're going to be a hard team to score runs off of. The closers have one job. Exactly. Get no, I of, I do still I do still see it that way and agree get with us that. Get out of an inning. And it's, yeah, and especially most of these are all in one inning. These are all in one inning game. Like they've gone in for an inning and have yeah. poofed. So <laughs> so I, I understand what you're thinking of if it is if it could also be put on the offense, and I understand that, and I know that the offense has been very frustrating, but I don't know if in this instance. Like, you just listed what? Each closer had at least two times that they blew the game. Yeah. And, like, it's not like, they, it's not like oh, well, Chapman blew the game against the fucking Orioles or some team that's not good, you know? Yeah. It, 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 he's, blowing, he's blowing games that are going to be hard to score runs in. They're blowing. I don't want to just put it on Chapman. They are all blowing games. They all blew games. That yes. was hard to score runs in. Yeah. I do still want to say, though, as, as easy as it is to get mad at Chad Green, I still think he is one of the most reliable arms out of our pen right now. I'd go Loisaga and Green, I think, are kind of tied, and Chapman's below them. What are your what are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's 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 a tough determining because we've gone we've gone both ways of Chad Green in the beginning of the season was not really somebody that we'd want to see all that much. He really had a higher ERA earlier in the season. And then I think that he was like he was good as that eighth inning guy. Loise, especially with how our situation was, mm-hmm. we had that good setup of Loisica seven, Green eight, Chapman nine. And then once Chapman started declining, I think Green did a very good job of replacing him. And I think we now kind of need to go back into that place where now Chapman's coming back up. Green's kind of falling more again in that ninth inning. If he goes back down to, to inning eight, Chapman goes back to inning nine. I think that will be a good one too. Because Green, he had a very good stint when, like, right before the All-Star game when Chapman couldn't throw at all. Chapman or Green did a very good job of replacing him. He did an amazing job going being that closer. I just think now we are kind of seeing him kind of pull it back a bit too much. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen. I still think he's very good. I was going to say, listen, I'm not super thrilled with the bullpen um, and their ability to not close games all that much, but I see what you mean. Ideally, I agree. In an, in an ideal world, it should go Loisaga Green Chapman. But obviously, the Yankees are living in the upside down and not doing anything ideally. Yes. Um... Do you have anything else about the Yankees? No. I just have some one, literally one, no, two really quick things to touch on around the league. I know you probably have 800 fucking things. I don't have a ton. I'm going to be That's honest. good. Um, one is the Nationals-Phillies game was canceled today because of COVID. Come on. Get it together, people. Do your part. This is the second time the Nationals have done this. Y'all suck. Get it together. Stop it. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, be responsible. The other thing is Joey Gallo just hit his fifth home run in six games. Six home runs in five games, sorry. Joey Votto. Yeah. MLB Stats just tweeted, Joey Votto, 37 years old, is the oldest National League player to hit six home runs in a five-game span since. Take your guess. Six home runs, five games. I it's gonna be like last year because that's how those stupid stats work. <laughs> oh, I was asking about who. I'm trying. I don't remember. Wait, I should remember this, but Barry Bonds in 2004. Really? Wow. I know. I should be expecting it to be somewhat sooner by like some um, random guy. And then guy. Austin Riley 
just hit his fifth home run in six games. Also, one one thing I want to comment on that Joey Votto thing is he's changed his stance. Joey Votto used to be this very much like wide stance kind of hard swing kind of guy. He's changed himself to be more upright now. He kind of looks uh, a lot more like kind of like a Castellanos kind uh-huh. of upright swing um up upright swing which oh wait i, mean, I lied i have one more thing if it's working it's working it is working obviously i have one more thing and that is the rumors and the obvious fit of anthony rizzo going to the red Sox. i would um, hate that i would stop watching baseball i would hate that <laughs> it just, it's just it's not right it Boston. but it, but the thing is the only the only piece that the Red Sox are really missing yes. once Chris Sale is coming back in September, the only thing they're missing is a first base. I know, but he's too nice. I literally, I was gonna say he's too nice to be a Red Sox. He's too nice to be in Boston in general. <laughs> um, I mean, New York is like equal, but like, I'm not saying he should come to New York. But boss, each they're so mean. No, but he's literally like, and he's so nice. Like it is just cut for Anthony Rizzo. It is. <laughs> so I'll cry if that happens in the next few days. I have no actual emotional attachment to Anthony Rizzo. He just seems like a great guy. But I'm like, God damn, please no. Um, Scotty, do you have uh, anything? So I want to do one thing quickly that I said last week. Uh, I mentioned. Um, Yermi Mercedes retirement. Um, just kidding. That was like a joke. I don't know what the hell that was all about. It all happened within like half an hour. They're like, I'm retiring. They're like, he didn't retire. (laughs) I think you said he got hacked. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. It was mostly in Spanish. Um, um, I'm surprised you didn't have a comment about this. Uh, Cleveland Indians are changing their name. Oh my God. I meant to, I'm an idiot. I did mean to talk about that. So they're going to be changing their, uh, their plan of next Scotty, year. Scotty, 700 million things are going on in my brain right now. So I just thought that would be number one out of all the other things. Well, it was. Sorry. It was. And then all of a sudden, we're like sitting down to record, and the Yankees are like, ah, surprise. So um, fun fact. Uh, so they're going to be changing their names to the Cleveland Guardians. Um, the Cleveland Guardians is apparently a professional uh, roller derby team. I so they're going to be suing. I did see that. Um, so first of all, the Guardians are named after there are these Art Deco statues all around Cleveland that are the Guardians of Traffic. We did research on it at work when it, uh, it came up because we were very curious. We're also very curious as to why the fuck they broke it when they did. July 23rd means absolutely nothing to the city of Cleveland. Um, don't know what made them announce it then instead of just waiting like two or three weeks after the World Series to then be like, hey, this is what we've decided. Um I like the Guardians. Um, obviously, listen, I've talked about, we've talked about this a bunch of times. I agreed that the name should have been changed. Um, and I understand people who are going to be like, oh, well, I grew up with them being the one name. So why did it have to change it? And I was like, well, you know, sometimes words become inappropriate. Crazy thought, I know. But the world does progress and move to terms. And if people have said I don't know. It's just we don't call Native Americans that. So why are we using that word? But you know, again, just, if you really need to reminisce, Major League exists. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just like if you're first of all, if you're that emotionally attached to a sports team name, get the fuck over it. <laughs> it's a fucking team name. Like Jesus Christ. Um, and it's it has. I think it helps that it has like a similar ring to it. I think I think that, and then also. The connection that it actually has with people to the city in Cleveland. of Cleveland, exactly. Yeah, like it actually like, like has meaning. Exactly. Like I've seen things, or, or like videos, or like things of, of people reacting to it, and people like who are from Cleveland know about these statues and yeah, call and them that, the Guardians of Traffic or, or whatever their yeah, special that name makes is. It, like actually, seem like something that like people from Cleveland are gonna like. Like if it, the Cleveland before it didn't make sense. I don't know. Uh, to me, it didn't make sense. It never seemed to fit. Um. I like the G logo with the baseball. I really like that one. Um, they kept the same font. Like, everything, it, it's literally, it's crazy. I know this is kind of crazy, and it might blow some people's minds. Nothing fucking changes when you change the name of a team. I know. I know. Crazy. What? 
Think about it. Oh my God, Shane Bieber is still on that team. Oh my God, that team still lost Gio Urshela because they're idiots, right? <laughs> still the same team, same organization, just finally changed their name. It's not that deep. It's really not. Just, they're called the Guardians, and that's who they are now. Well, not now. They're not that until 2022. Also, did you watch the video? No. They had fucking Woody, Tom Hanks, narrating it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Who? Why'd you pay so much goddamn money for this? I don't think Tom Hanks is from Cleveland. Is he? I don't think so. Hold on. If he's not, that would make it funnier. He was, he was, if I'm, if I'm correct, he was. Yeah, like, yeah, he's he from uh, Concord, California. Exactly. As I say, he moved around as a kid. I did a little research about him this year. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know, like, what connection he has for Cleveland. <laughs> they just needed a yeah, good he, narrator and, um, um, oh, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Um, Morgan Freeman. Yes, Morgan Freeman wasn't available. They didn't have the money for him. Because they're Cleveland. They haven't won anything in a while. <laughs> um, yes, thank you for bringing that up. Um, I'm glad that they changed it. I don't know why they announced it now. Yeah, um, really weird time. They should get in contact with the Washington football team to help them pick a name because <laughs> calling them the Washington football team is really annoying. I say as I've been calling Cleveland the Cleveland baseball team, so I don't know why. But the Washington football team is, is, is being a pain in the ass. But... um. Yes, that was good. Okay. Um, we also saw that. another trade that we saw. Uh, Rich Hill went from the Rays to the Mets, and the only reason I posted that is because we don't have to see a 50-year-old man somehow make us look bad. Um, <laughs> Rich Hill is like, he's old. He's very much old. And whenever he pitched against the Yankees, he made he looked very good, and I did not like that. So we only have to see him maybe one more time this year when we play against the Mets again. <laughs> Um, we also saw Johnny Cueto get his first stolen base of his career. Yeah, I it was like a straight steal. It wasn't even like a pass a ball. Thing that you're talking about. <laughs> Why? I, I am so lost. I don't know who this man is. Um, again, exactly as I said, he's a 50 year old man. That's oh my god, freaking retire. No, he just made. He's just like you. I'm Do not look. say he just stole a base. Oh, Cueto. Yes. Oh, yeah, Cueto, oh, yeah, no, Cueto, um, I don't know what he's still doing, but he stole a base. Um, Albert Pujols um, got basically the title of the most games played by a Dominican-born player. Yes, I saw 2, that. 2,934 games. I saw that. Also, just retire. <laughs> At this point, we're just talking about the senior citizens in the league. Um, not now. Freddie it. Freeman went and swung and missed for the first time the other night. Uh, for the first time in a very long time, 138 pitches, 35 plate appearances. That a swing and miss. Freddie Freeman's really good at baseball. Last time and he swung and missed was July 11th. Listen, I know he's going to be expensive, and I know the Yankees won't do it, but Freddie Freeman is a free agent after this year. Could you imagine? Could you? <laughs> Especially. Oh. Picture him now. Yankee Stadium. We're playing... The fucking Red Sox. <laughs> Chris Sale's on the mound just to get spicy. We're down 2 nothing. Runner on first and second. Freddie Freeman steps up to the plate. Charlie Freeman is, has a megawatt smile right behind home plate. Watching Fernando Tatis on his phone. <laughs> and you want to know what Freddie Freeman does? Puts one into right fucking field because Yankee Stadium is built for lefties and he wins us the goddamn game. You want... Listen, I know it's not going to happen. I know the Yankees are not going to spend Freddie Freeman money next year, but God, could you imagine that? Just let yourself pitch, see it for a second. <laughs> Just a second. And then get it out of your brain because we're definitely going to be have, having Luke Voigt there or DJ LeMahieu. Um, but just two quick things. Elo Jimenez uh, for the White Sox came back off the IL. I don't want to hear anything about this man. And just like Luke Voigt, like first game in, hits a home run. So I nothing again. He didn't do anything wrong. But the White Sox treatment of him going on the sixty day IL while in front of the Angels was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then finally, my my last thing. A uh, cool picture was taken the other day of Ronald Acuna and Connor McGregor. Scotty, what the fuck? 
<laughs> why, why would you expect those two to be friends? No, but why is this the news we are reporting? Um, well, I mean, of course, Ronald Cunha went in. It's Ronald Cunha news. Of him. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Well, he tore his he tore his ACL. Did and you announce like, about Timmy Timmy LaCastro? What do you mean about Timmy LaCastro? That he also tore his ACL? Yeah, I think I did that. Okay, good. I, yeah. I, I haven't been here in a while, and yeah. I'm not going to be here for a I, while. I'm sorry. That was also like kind of a long time ago. <laughs> time does not exist to me anymore, Scotty. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, he's... And especially as Acuna, honestly, that's just fun to see that he is. He did through went through a surgery. He's on crutches now. It's good to see him on the move. Yeah, they really bang out ACL surgery really fucking quick. Well, they're probably very used to doing it. No, but like even like non professional athletes, like you tear your ACL on Tuesday, you're getting the surgery on Thursday. They're like make it like a little less swollen, and then they're like, get me this fucking new ACL. <laughs> but. Um, that's all I have. Listen, at the current moment, it is Wednesday, July 28th at 9.40 p.m. Apparently, the Gallo News is not official. Who knows at this point? Um, we also are actively tied. The Yankees are also actively currently tied with the Rays. So, at least we're not leaving in a bad uh, mood. But, you know, things could change. Things could change very quickly. Sorry, there was just a Bleacher Report notification about Joey Gallo tweeting about Derek Jeter in 2014. Don't know why that seemed uh, like something they needed to push out right now. <laughs> and everybody's just waiting for them to say that it's official. I hate people that do that. But um, anyway, uh, to keep updated on the rest of the trade deadline information, I hate how every team waits until like literally the last two days. Like that really stresses me the fuck out. Like why couldn't we do this a week ago? Yeah, why, why couldn't we why do this, you know, throughout the season? Yeah. Well, why do we have to go within nine trades within the last four four days? Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, my final thought, ultimately, motherfucker, we just put Zach goddamn Britain in. Oh, my God. Hey, at least we're at 8-9 and then in the He has a 7-5-6 ERA. We, have- we are tied 1-1. I know I said ERAs and relievers are a hard stat to combine, but god damn. Anything above five is scary. You really need to look into it if it's above five. Sorry. Um, my, final, my final thoughts for the trade deadline is, would I love to make the playoffs this year? Absolutely. But I don't want to lose our entire farm system with a team that has been struggling all year. You know, like, we really need to assess to see if this is really going to be attainable this year because I don't want to sweep out prospects 1 through 10 to lose in the fucking wild card game or lose in the ALCS. If we're going to wipe 1 through 10, we're also walking home with rings, the big rings, not the ALCS rings, you know? Scotty, I addressed yeah. you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fully following. I'm sorry. I just looked at the the official post of um that the MLB put out of the Gallo trade. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! Party foul! It is not. The well, no, MLB. They, the official. I'm sorry. Sorry, God, I hate when you do that. MLB <laughs> they posted about the Joey Gallo, and um, I really enjoyed just seeing like four comments about him having to shave his facial hair. <laughs> Yeah, that's the part I'm not super excited about because, like, what the hell is he going to look like under there? Maybe he's going to be a good-looking dude. Who knows? But, like, when Odor shaved, that was kind of like, ugh. You You're like, ah, what is he? Ah. He shaved, and you went, oh, God, you have big ears. But it's whatever. That's not what we, we judge our people on. He's got a cannon of an arm. That's what matters. Um. Anyway, Scotty, you got anything else? No, I do not. Neither do I. So, like I said, if you want to keep up with trade deadline news, you can follow us on Instagram. Oh, my God. John Boy Media liked my tweet. Oh, you're talking about the last one. I just personally wanted to flex uh. that. That made me feel really good about myself. I quote tweeted one of their tweets, and they liked it. So pretty much me and John Boy are best friends. Look at what I sent you on Instagram. Oh, my God, Scotty. We're trying to finish up here. Oh I'm sorry, God. but just. I know people that work for MLB on Fox. 
I know somebody who work. Uh, no, I know I work with somebody whose friend works for uh, MLB's replay. Okay, well that's not the same thing. No, it's not. You know, it's not that bad. It's it's a little a little weird, but it's whatever. <laughs> um, so is this like saying that it's confirmed? Like I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. I think anyway. it's, it's probably very, very close. And then if nothing happens, then this is going to be a lot of deleting that will be going on around the league. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, if you want to follow us on Instagram for all treadline. Oh, my God. Trade deadline news. Lineup cards, scorecards. Scotty has been crushing it on the Instagram lately. And we'll have to continue to crush it through the month of August because I will literally be here one time in August. And then it's just Scotty. So... Hope you guys like his voice. Sorry. Um, Ouch. I'm saying sorry to you. I was apologizing to you. Okay, sure. My back will slip soon unless it's plugged into a power outlet. Sorry. Um, yeah, Scotty's been crushing that on the Instagram, so he's been doing really well. Follow us, pinstripe.podcast, pinstripe.podcast. Other than that, Scotty will be here. Trevor Story just hit a two-run home run. Not for us. Not for us. Um, otherwise, other than that, Scotty will be reporting from the beach next week. Um, and he'll see you then, right? Hopefully with some, yeah. like, yeah, with official trade deadline, this is what the Yankees are going to look like for the rest of the season news. Are you excited? I am excited because Britain walked the first batter and then was able to get ground into a double play. a boy, let's leave on a high note. <laughs> Bye!